Hello, friends, and welcome. This is the first episode of this show, Journey Into Fandom, a podcast where I have guests on to discuss what fandoms and communities they're a part of, what their experience has been, what the memes are, and how toxic or wholesome it is. Oftentimes, my guests will talk about something I have absolutely no knowledge of, so I've done a deep dive into the topic to get some perspective, but I'm learning as we go. I'm your host, Karis Lunn, and today on the show, we have my brother Josh, also known as Vividity on YouTube. So on this episode, we talked about Sonic the Hedgehog, we talked about Josh's involvement in the community, and some of the creative projects that are taking place in the fandom. It was such an insightful discussion, and his passion for Sonic is, like, utterly infectious. So since this recording, Josh has convinced me to buy Sonic Colors Ultimate, which will be out by the time this comes out. So... We'll see what I think about that, and maybe we'll do a follow-up to this. But at the end of the episode, Josh and I also recorded a bonus segment, which will come out very soon as well. That was a lot of fun. I really hope you enjoy that. It was hilarious. I had a great time. So without any further ado, please join me on this journey into fandom. On this episode of Journey into Fandom, we have one of my favorite people in the world, my adopted brother Josh on the show, and he's going to talk to us about Sonic the Hedgehog. I am really excited. Hello. How are we? That's no good. Okay, sorry. I had to. <laughs> Hi, everyone. So- Hello. So, Josh, you do many yes. things mm-hmm. in life. That's true. Yeah, you are a musician and yep. a producer, and you wrote the theme for this show, which yes. is a banger. Is it? I want to say, yes, mm. yes, it is. If you say <clears> so, <throat> it's beautiful. So big, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. For that. Thank you for the money. Oh, oh absolutely. Yes. No friend of mine is gonna work for free. So mm. I wish all my <laughs> they, other friends had that philosophy. They suck. They're not real friends. I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you say so. <laughs> mm, yeah. All right. So, <laughs> but you're also a huge fan of Sonic, and so I'm excited to get into that in this episode. Me too. I've been ready for this for years. Oh, <laughs> you've just been pent up all the I Sonic, um, what would you call it, hype to yeah. unleash it today. Yeah, okay. it's like when I watch Sonic YouTubers, I'm like, yo, I could do that. And then I like go through my head, like, what would I say? And so I feel like right now this is my opportunity to finally voice my opinions on everything. And I'm very Absolutely. excited. I'm so excited, too. Um, and also you have a YouTube channel where you post Sonic things sometimes. I do. Um, I post music. Do you want me to plug myself? 
Of course. Okay. Yeah, my channel's called Vividity. Very hard to say. Um, I yeah. post Sonic remixes usually. I'm working on a new one that's really cool. Reimagining some Sonic 4 music because nobody likes it and I'm trying to make it better. <laughs> we can talk about that Excellent. later. 100%. Beautiful. Yeah, and that's all going to be in the show notes, but that's cool. We'll get to that and we can talk about that later at the cool, end. Cool. So, right. This is the, the segment called Personal Experience. Ooh. Mm. Now, I'm this is the part, right? Okay, I remember telling you about this, that I was going to do this, and then you did a switcheroo on me. So, yes, <laughs> this, I did. Was the, this was the thing, right? So, for listeners who know nothing about the topic of Sonic the Hedgehog, usually what will happen is that I put the guest on the spot to give listeners some context, and they have two minutes to give us the condensed wiki article version of what that topic is but josh was like do you know what i i want to hear you say it and i'm like ah i'm so, so curious to what someone outside of the fandom thinks sonic is about like okay i barely interact with people outside of the fandom about sonic so it's like i don't know what they think we do and what they think the series is about okay so i'm very well, curious <laughs> We'll get there. And then once I do my fake version of <laughs> an outsider talking about Sonic and what I think Sonic is and about, then we then you can talk about it. Okay, cool. <laughs> I won't I won't time you though. I'm gonna time myself though. Okay. Alright. So <laughs> this is so stressful. I haven't prepared for this at all. But this is, I guess, what the what the guests would feel when mm-hmm. I asked them to do this. That's exactly so. how I feel. Mm. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. Start the timer. All right. So Sonic, he's a hedgehog. He's really? blue. I'm sorry. <laughs> he runs really fast. He's got red shoes. He's got big, like, eyes. And he's really cool. And I feel like... I'm pretty sure I heard somewhere that Sonic the Hedgehog, the character, was created because um, Sega wanted something to um, <clears throat> uh, to compete against Mario, right? Which was already an established property by Nintendo. So Sega was like, hmm, I want a piece of that pie. And they made Sonic, and they made him to be fast and cool as opposed to, like, an overweight plumber man. Yeah. Um, so I feel like... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's where I believe the origin of Sonic comes from. As for what the games are like, so I've played like three in my life. Um, so there's I've played Sonic Heroes on PS2, and from memory, the worst version. A, I should just point that out. Of, that's the worst version of the game too. There's a <laughs> lot of running around and collecting rings, and there's many characters just Dr. Eggman, who is the protagonist. And so you play as Sonic and also sometimes Tails and Knuckles, his friends. Knuckles is also a hedgehog and Tails is a cat. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Anyway. And and they run around and do different things. (laughs) I got 25 seconds left. All right. So I watched the movie recently and it was good. I enjoyed it. So Sonic... 
is a video game series that has spanned for many years since however long ago. I don't know. And is ongoing to this day. And the fandom is divided about about the games and what they think of them. And that is my <laughs> summary. I'm a, that, That's it. It's over. How what? did I do? <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Um... <laughs> Honestly, okay, the the development of Sonic was all correct. Okay. Um yeah, so Sega did want something to compete with Mario. Their initial mascot, well, I don't know if he was technically their mascot, but it was more like um like practically the mascot was a character named Alex Kidd. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of him. Um I I think I've heard of Alex Kidd. I have no idea what that is or what yeah. he looks like. Yeah, I've I've played it's Alex good. Kidd in uh which one? Not in it's Miracle World. I've I've played the Genesis one. I don't remember oh. what it's called. It's terrible in my opinion. <laughs> I I just I hate it. Anyways, there's a reason he's not more popular than Mario. Um anyway, so yeah, <laughs> then then they brought on um yeah, then they made Sonic. I'm not going to get into the whole development of all that, but yeah, they essentially made Sonic, and um, alongside him, they made Dr. Eggman to be the antagonist. Uh, you said protagonist, right. by the way. Oh, uh, I did. Are you like, yeah, Eggman's the protagonist. I was like, hmm, I don't think I'm that's sure. quite right. <laughs> no, everything is from Eggman's POV, did you? <laughs> yeah, of, of course, of course. There, I mean, well, one game you do play as Eggman. Oh, really? Yeah, that's Sonic Adventure 2. The one you should have played. Okay. You're supposed to be playing, but oh well. I'm, uh, I'll get to it. I'll get. Yeah. Do you know what? We shall do a follow up episode in a minute once I've actually played it. Okay, okay cool. Um. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, that's all right. All the development stuff, and then you I know, am, Sonic. I is am made... aware. Yeah, Doctor Eggman is the antagonist. Okay, just, just want to put that sure. out there. Making sure. I just said the wrong thing. Yeah. Just Sorry. okay. Just making sure. Um, Please continue. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, development was all right, all that stuff. Sonic One came out uh, July twenty third or July, June twenty third, nineteen ninety one. Of course, I celebrate every year. Um, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, of course. Um, and then when you when you got to the games, okay. <laughs> so you are right. There is a lot of running fast. There is a lot of collecting rings and all that stuff. Um, Knuckles is not a hedgehog. What Knuckles is, is an echidna. A what? An echidna. <laughs> What's an echidna? <laughs> That's pretty much what everyone says when they first hear that Knuckles is an echidna. You, if you can look it up, you can. Uh, you should. Okay. But All yeah, right. an echidna is very different from a hedgehog. Well, not like super different. I mean, they are different things though. Um, and Tails is not a cat. That that one hurt me because like I. <laughs> I understand thinking that Knuckles is a hedgehog. Like, everyone thought that. I thought that. Um, But Tails is a fox, not a cat. Right. Okay, now that I'm thinking about it, that makes sense. But when you've only got two minutes, you're like, oh, what is he? (laughs) That that just killed me right there. Uh, I think Tails is a cat, and that made me so sad. Because Tails is my favorite character. Oh, I'm Uh, really sorry. We'll get into that later. But um, yeah. I'm Googling an echidna, and it looks similar to a hedgehog with, like, a longish nose. Yes. I, whatever. Yes. Okay. Now I know. 
Yeah. So. Um. But yeah. So the on the gaming side of what Sonic is is it has changed over the years. So the initial concept is more less about going fast, but more about building up and maintaining momentum. So the okay. game has a lot. Of, the first game has a lot of slopes everywhere, and when you roll into a ball, you can go faster and gain momentum. And you use that to overcome obstacles. Usually, uh, the game has some more rough edges where it's not that it's just like blocky platforming, but that's the main idea of Sonic okay. is momentum. Over the years, that has changed because in the jump to 3D, that was a lot more difficult to emulate. Um, because obvious, <laughs> obviously, uh, 3D gaming was new, even though. Sonic skipped uh one generation. Um skipped the Sega Saturn, um, which was the same generation as like the PlayStation and the Nintendo 64. There was no right. Sonic game uh from 1994, no mainline game from 1994 to 1998. So like it didn't translate perfectly, but there was a little bit still of that physics. And now modern era has changed gameplay styles completely to what's called the boost formula where uh, you hold a button and you can boost forwards and like slam through enemies. And it's more about testing your reactions to things. Um, it's almost like driving right. a car. It's like a platformer in a racing game put together. Okay. Um, so it's changed a little bit. Um, though mm -hmm. apparently the next game is coming out. According to the series director, it's going to be a very big shift or not, not a shift, but a, a new defining moment for the franchise. As opposed Ooh. to what the last 10 years have been. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see what that is. Interesting. I guess the last thing I'll say is story-wise, the most basic premise is that Dr. Eggman, uh, at least in the classic games, uh, he captures the animals of wherever he is at the moment. Um, he puts them into his robots called Badniks. And he enslaves them so he can take over the world. And then, you know, Sonic being awesome, he goes and uh, rescues the animals and stops Eggman. Excellent. Uh, yeah. And so, okay, here's my question. Okay. So there's many games. Yes. So you just described, like, the story from, like, the classic old games, right? That's what happens. Yes. Is there a continuous story throughout all of them? Yes. There is. Yes. Interesting. Sort of. This is what this is what I've never understood about Sonic. Is like where does it all start and what's going on now? Yeah, so there is a continuous story, but most times you don't need the prior story to understand what's going on. Most times. Okay. It's like those things do happen and like those events matter, but they don't matter enough for the game to not make sense. Okay, it's this is like, not a Kingdom Hearts situation. Yeah, this is not a Kingdom Hearts situation, <laughs> even though if you ask the fandom, it is. Um, Interesting. Yeah, we think we like to think it is, but it's really not. But like, <laughs> you can play Sonic Adventure 2 without playing Sonic Adventure 1. You just won't understand the character growth because the characters do change um, and stuff like that. And then they'll occasionally reference past events, but usually it's... Nothing more than a reference or like it, it's not as big of a deal. It's not as big. Uh, I'm 
what am I trying to say? It doesn't really affect your understanding of the story. But yes, okay. there is a continuous story. Excellent. And I don't know the first thing about that, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'd I mean, be all, we'd be here all day if I tried to explain it. <laughs> right. Right. So excellent. So you talked a little bit about Sonic, which has been fun. Mm-hmm. So tell me about the fandom. Tell me about your fandom journey. How did you get invested in Sonic in the first place? All right. So let me take you back to a much simpler time. Back in the year 2008. Okay. Um, now, uh, let's see. There was this channel called CW34. And that's where all the cartoons would play. That's where all the four kids stuff would play. Right. Um, just ask any American Sonic fan, and they were definitely up on Saturday mornings watching Sonic X, which was the uh, 2003 to 2005 anime. Um, the four kids version is uh, pretty notorious for changing a lot of stuff. Not, I mean, like, not like a ton of stuff, but like censoring anything remotely Japanese. Um, You know, stuff like that. And cutting a couple of the more emotional scenes, especially when characters die, they'll like cut those out. And so the character is just gone. (laughs) You don't know what happens. Um, But that would be one of the shows that came on. And me as a, let's see how old was I? I was like six. I, uh, the first episode I watched was the one where, like Sonic has like his tracking device in his ear and he can't get it out. It was weird. Um, I didn't like it. And so I thought Sonic was just this, the weirdest thing. Um, (laughs) But also at the time, there were also a lot of ads for Mario and Sonic at the Olympic games. Um, And I was a huge Mario fan at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, I want to get that game so I can be Mario and beat Sonic at everything. Oh, <laughs> poor um, Sonic. <laughs> and my older brother was like, yeah, well, I'll just beat you in running because Sonic's faster. I was like, yeah, well, I'll beat you in swimming because Sonic can't swim. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's a little bit of lore right there for you. Sonic can't swim. Interesting. And the reason is because I don't remember if it was Yuji Naka, uh, the creator, or one of the creators, I should say, because uh, it was more collaborative when they he was being made, but... Uh, I don't remember if it was him, but someone on the team thought that hedgehogs couldn't swim. And so in the games, he can't swim at all. And he just sinks. Um, And then they found out later that, yes, hedgehogs can, in fact, swim. And so (laughs) that's amazing. Now now it's just a lore piece. Like just Sonic is the only one who just can't swim. He just he just never learned. Like me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Right. Yeah. So I relate to Sonic in that regard. Um, so I knew of Sonic and all this stuff, um, and I just didn't like him. There's like something about him just rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, so fast forward to Christmas time and me and my brother had asked for some game and I think it was like a Mario game, but I don't remember what it was. We had a GameCube at the time. And when my parents went to GameStop to go buy the game, it was all sold out. And oh. this was, you know, this was 2008, so I don't remember what game it would have been because I think I'd already had Sunshine and Mario Party 7. It might have been, like, Mario Party 6 or something. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. But whatever it was, it was all sold out. And so they went oh, to, right. like, the cashier, and they're like, you know, my son's 
uh, really like Mario and they were really looking forward to this game, but you don't have it. So like, what is something we could get instead? And so um, the cashier was like, uh, do your kids like Sonic? And they were like, uh, I don't know. We've seen him on TV before. Uh, <laughs> so he was like, here, um, try this game. And it was the game Sonic Mega Collection, which is a compilation of Sonic 1, 2, 3, Sonic and Knuckles, uh, Sonic 3D Blast, Sonic Spinball, and Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine plus some extras. And they're like, mm. whoa, it's seven games in one. What a great deal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, but he's like, I bet they'll like this. So I, you know, get that. And then when we open the present and I see Sonic on the cover. And by the way, I still have the same copy. Um, <laughs> it's in my cabinet right now. But anyways, um, I see Sonic and my heart just sank. I was oh, so no. sad. I saw Sonic, <laughs> Knuckles, and Tails on the cover, and I was like, oh, man. You ungrateful child. I was like, I don't like this guy at all. It's awful. <laughs> Anyways, uh, for some reason, we were opening it at, at night. I don't know why. Because, um, like, we always open Christmas presents in the morning, so I don't know why we were opening it at night. I don't remember. But regardless, we opened it, stuck it in the GameCube, and the first game listed is sonic the hedgehog well my older brother being himself he's like oh this one must be two player because it says sonic and the hedgehog oh and so we turn (laughs) (laughs) and he so he turns it on and it's not two player so he plays first and then we had to leave for something like right after that so i didn't even get to try it until the next day oh sad so the next day rolls around and we turn it on again, go to Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Well, there's two characters. There's Sonic and Tails. And he's like, okay, this one's got to be two-player. Like, sure, whatever. And so he open, turns it on, and there is a two-player versus mode. And, of course, being player two, I'm playing as Tails. And for some mm-hmm. reason, as soon as I started playing, I just fell in love with it. And it's really hard to describe, but it's just like all of a sudden... No other video game mattered. It's like, okay, this is all I want to play now. Um, and that's like, mm. that's how I first bonded with Tails because my favorite color is orange. Tails is orange. I'm all, I was always player two, the little brother, and that's what Tails is in the games. He's always player two. He's always like little brother mode. Um, and that's like what Sonic and Tails' relationship is like in the games. They have a very brotherly relationship. Um, so it's like I really related to him and it's just like something about that and the gameplay put together just like really captivated me. And then from then on, I played Sonic Mega Collection for so long, just like that's all I played, especially Sonic 3. And then when I unlocked Sonic 3 and Knuckles, which I'll explain that in a minute or later at some point, um, I played the ending sequence of the game like the last 15 minutes i would just play that over and over and over every single day and it was just my favorite thing uh because it even though it was you know on the genesis and old 16-bit stuff it had a story there was no dialogue or anything but it was all played out through these little uh, animations and cutscenes. and the the story just grabbed me so much because there's a lot of not i wouldn't say like a lot of emotion but it's like there's a lot of weight to the story 
and there's a senseless part where there's like this sense of failure and you have to go all the way into the very thing you were trying to stop being the death egg. Um, you know, you made it crash down in the first half of the game and then by the second half of the game, it's rising back up. So you have to go inside of it. And then I'll never forget when I accidentally unlocked the uh, true ending. I didn't even know that when you collect all the chaos emeralds and all the super emeralds, there's a final boss right after that. And I remember as soon as it happened, because I had just beat it again, didn't know that was going to happen. And then all of a sudden, this very terrifying music starts playing. And I'm in space. It's hypersonic, you know, flying through space with my rings, like counting down. I have 50 seconds. And it's my heart was beating so hard. I was so scared. It took me like 10 tries and I finally beat it. And like all of a sudden, uh, that became my favorite game of all time. And, uh, yeah, so that's my Sonic story. Yeah. And just, it grew from there. Um, been mm. obsessed with Sonic since then and never stopped. That was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. I, I do understand like when you like see something for the first time and like, you're like, I don't know what this is, but like, I, I'm into it. And like, that's a cool feeling. And yeah. I feel like as adults, like that's not something that happens like regularly. So Yeah. I think the last time that happened to me recently was probably when I played Super Metroid. Uh, was that 2019? The end of 2019, I think I did. And that was like the first time in a long time where like there was this game where I just didn't want to stop playing. Because usually after about an hour, I'm like, okay, I could stop, you know. But like something about that game just like really captivated me. But it's been like mm. a long time since I felt that way about a game. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So, you've told us how you got into Sonic. Right. Mm. Tell me about your involvement in the fandom. Like, where did that start for you? Like, where? when did you really, like, discover that side of things? Yeah, so... Community? Yeah, so I really started getting into the community. Well, I guess I was, like, I wasn't really part of it for a long time. I knew there was stuff that happened like the I knew about the Sonic Twitter account, which if if you're not following it, you should. It's it's very infamous on Twitter. Um, okay. I'll look it up later. They've got some amazing memes, let me tell you. Um they're so <laughs> it's so funny. It's a great account. Anyways, um a lot of non-Sonic fans <laughs> follow it too just because it's they can be really funny or motivational or whatever. But anyways, I knew about that. And then it was in 2016, um, there was a really big Sonic celebration. There was a huge event because um, the last game had come out in 2013. It had been three years. And usually um, from 1998 till 2013 there was uh, a mainline sonic game coming out every one to two years okay uh very frequently and that's not including any spin-offs and any of the handheld games so like you were getting a new sonic game once to twice a year uh, including all that stuff and then all of a sudden it just kind of dropped off uh, outside of like once one spin-off being the sonic boom franchise which is a whole nother rabbit hole um <laughs> So, yeah, in 2016, there was this huge event. There was a concert and all this stuff. And they announced two games 
One being Project Sonic 2017 and Sonic Mania, which was um, a really it's a it's a really amazing game because it was created by fans. They were uh, all, all the people involved, like Christian Whitehead. Uh, he led the project. They were all into the hacking and modding scene. Uh, back in the 2000s, and T. Lopes, the composer, was just a fan who put up covers on YouTube, reimagined their songs, and they were able to make an official game. Um, so it like more than perfectly replicated the classic games, a lot of retro throwback stuff. So that that was amazing. And then the new 3D cool. title, which became Sonic Forces, was well. Um, <laughs> It's a game. It's a game. It we'll, exists. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Uh, it, I it will come up. I can guarantee it. All right. Um, but it, during like that time, because there was like a year wait for all that stuff to come out. Actually, for Sonic Forces, it was a year and a half, and then Sonic Media was a little over a year. So like during that time, that's when I would like go and watch speculation videos from people. And that's when I really started to involve myself in the community. I'd start to comment on videos. I I didn't have Twitter yet, so I was mostly just in the YouTube side of things. Um, mm-hmm. But then I would go to you know different forums and read all the theories about the new games and all that stuff. Um, so I'd say that's when I started to get invested in the franchise, and that's when I started to like really get excited to engage with other people. And then after yeah. the after those games came out, um, yeah, you know, Sonic was really quiet for a while. Actually, just until recently, Sonic was uh, very quiet. Um, but like since I got Twitter in 2018, I want to say uh, I started to follow the YouTubers that I watch, and I've been watching more YouTubers, of course. And just like from there, I've gotten very much ingrained into, um. Uh, the Sonic culture and a little bit of discord stuff and obviously still YouTube. Um, mm. So yeah, it really started in 2016 and took off more in 2018 and 2019. Amazing. So I guess we can talk about, do you want to talk about the video that you sent me the Sonic cycle video? Yes, that is the I... yeah, Sonic cycle from Chow mix. He's a newer Sonic YouTuber. Mm. Uh, I think I, I guess I should say Sonic Tuber because that's the title. Um, okay, Sonic. I think Tuber. he started last year. It's either last year or 2019. I don't remember which one. But there's been a lot of new Sonic Tubers rising up. Um, yeah, yeah. He's one of the newer ones. Okay. Yeah, we can we we'll get into the the fandom discourse side of things. Right. Right. <laughs> um, pretty much. So I watched this yesterday, mm-hmm. and I found it very interesting. Um, yes. I I took notes. <laughs> no, like what I'll say is that I appreciate how passionate Chow makes and the other guys. So there was Sam procrastinates and who was the other person? That was Evan from Tales yes, Channel. That's right. They are very passionate about Sonic, and that I appreciate that. I just yes. I love seeing people get excited about the thing that they love. That's why I do this show. I yeah. like this show a lot. So, I'm just going to summarize. Okay. So, we have the Sonic Cycle, which is essentially 
I want to say, like, it demonstrates the way that the Sonic community reacts to new games and the mm-hmm. different, like, during a period of time, from, like, the announcement to, like, other details to, like, the trailer and then, like, when the game drops. Right. And this is really funny to me because I see all of these different things in the Kingdom Hearts community as well. <laughs> <laughs> all these, all these like, the negative fans and then the positive fans, like, having just completely, like, opposite, like, reactions to things. But what I really enjoyed about it was um, the part where uh, he was describing, and sometimes, like, they'll flip-flop, and then yeah. <laughs> it'll, be, <laughs> it'll be, like, the positive fan, and then he said the thing about... Um, they don't want to admit that, like, the game is actually bad all along. And I was like, rip, that's so true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I thought that was fun. And I guess, what do you say in your experience that that is representative of the culture? Yeah, I when I watched the video, I was like, this is dead on accurate. Yeah, that, that's exactly how it was uh, during the lead-up. Not as much to Sonic Mania, but during the lead-up to Sonic Forces, like, I really saw that a lot. There were a lot of us, and I'll say I was one of the positive fans who was like, this game is going to be, like, the best Sonic game ever. This is going to be amazing. Um, yeah, I can't wait. And then there, were, I saw a lot of negative fans who were like, ooh, that level design looks awful. And there's no branching pathways. And then we were like, no, that is a branching pathway. Look at that. And (laughs) there was a lot of that. And so um, in my experience, it's very true. Because then when the game came out, I remember playing it. And I was like, uh, someone asked me, like, what would you think? I was like, I liked it. But I, like, had to make myself say that. Because I was really disappointed with how the game turned out. And so now I've become one of the negative fans who's like, oh, that game was, you know, I should have seen it coming and all that stuff. But <laughs> I'm still I'm still hyped for the new one. I would say I'm uh, cautiously optimistic. You know, like, I'm not going to say it's going to be the greatest game of all time. We haven't even seen gameplay. We barely know anything about it outside of rumors yeah. um, mm-hmm. and leaks, unfortunately. Yeah. But, yeah, I would say it's super, uh, super accurate. Right. It, like the bit, it really got me when the, when they when they were doing that skit and the guy was like on his bed and he's like my final word maybe Sonic Forces wasn't so good after all yes that <laughs> that, that, that got me I chuckled at that um, yeah, I was that, like that oh. was me that was me <laughs> rip um, yeah, so for the record. What's your opinion on Sonic Forces now that you've had time to think about it? Yeah, I feel like it is a very mediocre game. It's not bad in the sense that like it's it's not unplayable or anything. Some people are like all the glitches. I'm like there is really no glitches that are get, that get in your way at all. There you, you have to really look for them, and once you start using them, they're f- super fun. You can skip uh, so many parts of levels, but. The game is just like it's just super mediocre in its execution. The premise is amazing. It's a game where Eggman ta- actually succeeds in taking over the world, and Sonic is his prisoner. And Yo. um, 
Well, in the English version, it says that Sonic was tortured for six months. That is not what the Japanese says. It was it's a mistranslation. Um, oh. it, no, he was just held in captivity for six months. That's all. But it's like, right. it's like, uh, you've got the resistance, which is all the other Sonic characters except for Tails, uh, who've all come together to try to take over, take the world back, and um. You know, it's not working, but they eventually rescue Sonic, and anyone who's played the game knows I'm leaving something out. Um, specifically, and there's a reason why I'll tell you about it later. Um, okay. I don't want to tell you one element of the game that's very important. Because uh, right. it's very important for you to know later. Anyways. Okay. Um, but yeah, they rescue Sonic, and then Sonic's just like, yo, thanks, everybody. And he's like, perfectly fine. Um, And it's just like, there's a new villain that has the best villain theme in my in my opinion, not just from from Sonic, but just in general. It's an amazing song, uh, done by my favorite composer, and cool. uh, just like the gameplay is just not very fun. It's very like automated. Like uh, you don't really have to do anything to get to the end of the stage. You just hold the button. You hold the boost button, and Sonic runs forward. And runs through everything, and then you get to jump occasionally. It, it feels like a mobile game. Um, That's weird. And like, there's a lot of shoehorned in elements. There's a lot of like callbacks. Like one of the villains, uh, the villain Chaos from Sonic Adventure One comes back, and he's killed in a cutscene. You never like he has no impact on the story, but he was marketed to be in the game, like this huge reveal. And they're like, they did that with a lot of the villains. And then like one of the characters, uh, shadow, the hedgehog, who is not a villain, by the way, he was at first, but now he's not. Then he's marketed as a villain. And we're like, Oh, well, why is he helping Eggman? And then there's no fight with him. He's taken out in a cutscene. It turns out, Oh, that was a fake shadow. And it was just like, a no. lot of the story was just very poorly executed. Uh, Infinite is like the worst villain writing wise because the whole reason he's a villain is because Shadow kicked him and said I never want to see your pathetic face again and then he's like you're weak or whatever and then Infinite that's his name he's like I'm not weak I'm not weak and then he tries to kill everybody it's like what that that wasn't very interesting Um, (laughs) not really no yeah and then like at the end of the game spoilers I guess it doesn't really matter he just kind of like he's like oh no what's happening to me he like slightly fades a little and then flies away and then that's that it's just like oh okay i I, (laughs) it was just like it's just like no conclusion i don't know the story was just kind of meh that's my biggest gripe they really mischaracterized a lot of people i'm on the side that it's it wasn't as bad as a lot of people say it was i don't think the characterization was awful but like um yeah they they all felt more like stereotypes of themselves more like than actual characters um that's frustrating yeah and the game was also really short it's like three hours long huh um which yeah is not it's not not typical for a sonic game but there's also like i don't know it it felt like it was gonna be a really big game and it really wasn't speedrunners beat it and like uh, or you can easily not easily but if like you skip cutscenes and stuff you can beat it in like an hour so it's like yeah that's my opinion on sonic forces 
Well, guess what game I'm playing this weekend? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, you can. It's like it's uh, it's probably like twenty dollars right now. I'd say. I'm I'm yeah I'm not I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Got other things to do in my life. More important um, <laughs> games to play. Right. No, that was interesting to hear your thoughts on that. And like I really liked what um what Chio Mix said at the end of the video where he was like I always hear people say let people like things as like a rebuttal to criticism. But he's like, but also you should let people dislike things too, as long as they're yeah. respectful about it. And I think that is so true. Yes, like, it's so true. There's nothing wrong with being like, eh, I didn't like that a lot. I mean, I don't feel like you should be trashing things every single like day. And I know that right. <laughs> I it's know the Kingdom problem. Hearts three <laughs> fans are always like frustrated at Kingdom Hearts three haters, and that sucks. And it's like, come on, guys! Like, it's been out for three years. Find something else to talk about. But <laughs> people wait, are did passionate. It in, did it come out in twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen? No, it came out in twenty nineteen. Oh, nineteen? I don't know why I thought it was seventeen. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. So, it's just it's a it's a thing that people do. So. <laughs> Yeah. Get, getting into the other discourse, like, what would you say is, like, the biggest things that go around? At the moment, is it Sonic Forces or is it other stuff? Uh, Well, Sonic Forces is just perpetually there. Um, <laughs> People are always making... Oh, gosh, there's a very infamous joke. Not infamous, I get an overused joke. Like, oh, Sonic forces me to play this game or <laughs> something like that. Oh. Just like, oh, gosh. Anytime, or anytime someone's like, Yo, what do you think of this game? Well, it's better than Sonic Forces. Or even even a few non-Sonic people uh, on, what was it, Famitsu? Or I don't, no, it was either Famitsu or Kotaku. I don't remember which publication. They gave Sonic Forces like a really high score. And so <laughs> they gave it like a 36 <laughs> out of 40. And Aww. so like people are like, well, this oh, this game isn't, it's not as good as Sonic Forces, everybody. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So like Sonic Forces is nice. al- it's always there and it's just it's never going away. Um I'd say the biggest thing right now is speculation about the newest game, which according to the leaks, actual legitimate leaks, it's called Sonic Rangers. It's supposed to be an open world Sonic game. Ooh. Um sounds very ambitious dope. according to the uh, game testers who weren't supposed to say anything but did. Uh, it's kind of rough right now, but like it's not coming out till sometime next year anyways. So it's like, I don't, a lot of people are like scared, like, oh gosh, it's, it's in, it's in development hell. It's like, that does not mean that at all. <laughs> that doesn't right. mean it at all. They're like, they have like a, potentially an om- almost a year and a half. So it's like a lot can change anyways. Um, there's that, and then there's uh, Sonic Colors Ultimate, which is a, a remaster of the uh, 2010 game Sonic Colors. That's coming out in, how is it, next month? I want to say, no, 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 sorry, not not August. It's coming out in uh, September. Okay. Um, so that's really cool. That, that game was universally loved. But a lot of Sonic fans don't like the game as much because it's very much a stripped back version of the previous game, Sonic Unleashed, which was um, uh, very, very much criticized by the general public. Mm. 
So it'll be interesting. There's a lot of people who like say Sonic Colors is okay, but that's a very debated topic because that's when the characterization of everyone really shifted uh, or started to shift. That's when new voice actors came in and Mm. like the whole tone of the series took a different turn from what we grew up with. So it's very, it's very divisive Um, and elements of the remaster, such as like uh, just the lighting engine is very different because there's like a lot of bloom um, a lot of people don't like that. Personally, I don't really care. I think it makes it look more like it's an interstellar amusement park, amusement amusement park in space, like it's supposed to be. I don't I mean, expect that sounds the, dope. It is. It really is. It has an amazing setting, great locations. Um, it's just like the gameplay is like seventy five percent two D, even though it's a three D game. Uh, there's a lot of blocky platforming. But it's been like a long time since I've played it, so I'm excited to play it again. Soundtrack is great. Mm. There's a whole remix soundtrack now, so it's like all that. Um, but yeah, that's one of the biggest things that's being debated. That and yeah, Sonic uh, Rangers, if that's what it's truly called, which it it is. <laughs> There's a 99 percent chance it's called that. Excellent. So that's that's coming out next year, right? You say uh, Rangers, yes. Yeah, Ooh, all fun. Yeah, there's just a 2022 release date, and that's all we know. Um, yeah. So we've talked a little bit about fandom discourse. So, what about like the creators? So we've mentioned a couple of them. Like, who are the main people, and what do they do? I'm sure there's many because it's a big fan. Oh, oh <laughs> you mean like the big content creators? And yes. not, okay, I wasn't say? sure if you meant like the creators of Sonic, like who are they, no. or like okay, no, no, no. Okay, I got. Gotcha, I'm talking gotcha. about the content creators. Who's like, would you say is like the face of the Sonic community? Do you think they represent the community well? I'm gonna just go ahead and say there is no face of the Sonic community. Okay. Uh, the Sonic community is a 300 headed face or something. I don't know. There, there <laughs> is no face of the community. I will say that. Uh, there is no one person that we all look to is like, oh yes, they have the answer. There is too much discourse for that to happen. Um, I would say one of the only like universally liked channels would be Tails Channel because they are primarily a news channel. They do Very give cool. opinion pieces, um, but the point of Tails Channel is just to like, as for coverage of anything that's happening, they. Uh, on Twitter, they only post things that are officially confirmed or they will, like, very blatantly say this is a rumor. They're not going to try to be like, Sonic Unleashed Remaster confirmed? Like that, like, no, they don't do that. They're just like, rumor, there is a Sonic Unleashed Remaster. Something like that. Um, okay. They're a very reliable source. I don't believe any t- anything until they say it first. Because then I know, okay, it's true. And they have had more direct communication with um, people at Sega and Sonic Team. Um, so oh, stuff cool. like that. They've got an awesome website, uh, just tales, taleschannel.com. They do, uh, in collaboration, they work with the some people for eSports, Sonic eSports, and keeping up with the comics and stuff. Um, anyways, uh, I would say they're like the only channel that is universally like trusted. 
Um, mm. And they do occasionally hold uh, debates. That's a newer thing where they'll get two cr- uh, content creators and they'll debate a subject like Sonic Adventure 1 versus Sonic Adventure 2, which is better. Um, it's Sonic Adventure 2, by the way. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> which, oh, okay. I guess that is another controversial subject. That and Wisps. And yeah, but we, we can talk about that in a minute. Um, there's a lot of things I've been saying that too. We can talk about that later. Um, there's just <laughs> so much writing these down. There's just so much to talk about. Anyways, no, like, um, literally, yeah. Like, feel free to just talk about whatever. Okay, so, cool. We can um, get into that yeah. now if you want to. <laughs> uh, I'll go ahead and finish talking about the content creators and like who they are. Okay. So I would say, yeah, that's the biggest one, but they don't post like super often. So I don't know if they're really. I mean, they are content creators, but. Mm. you know it's a little different they yeah some of the bigger ones see it's hard there can be like a sonic tuber that has like a million subscribers and i wouldn't know who they are because there's just so many like like every day i'm finding a new one like oh never heard of you and you've got like 100k and i don't know how i missed you and there's like there's uh circles within the sonic community so like yeah my community is, I, I typically stay within the Tails channel community, which is like Tails channel. There's um, Sam Procrastinates, who is my favorite. Um, him and his friends, you know, there's Twip, which uh, he was actually the first Sonic Tuber I ever watched. Um, there's um, some of the newer guys. There's Chow Mix. There's Matt Has No Cuts. Uh, Sonic Sta, which I don't, okay, I guess he's not part of the, that same group necessarily, but he is a newer one. Uh, he's pretty cool. Yeah, th- like those are some of the ones off the top of my head that I watch. Uh, oh, there's Ricardo from uh, Speed Supersonic. Mm. You know, there's uh, oh, there's but like that's my main circle. There's others that I don't watch really. There's like Premi Doremi, who I disagree on like everything with him. I barely agree <laughs> with him. But, like, I mean, his opinion is fine. I understand why he thinks the way that he does. Like, I understand his opinions, and I respect them. I just disagree on everything. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Yeah, and there's, like, other smaller creators. There's, like, Ace Card Gaming and, uh, and, uh, what's his name? Unleash. And, you know, people like that. I don't watch them all. I don't have time to, but. Of course. Um, yeah, like there's that's too many. Yeah, and there's also like Game Apologist and Splash Dash and who is just LS Mark if if you don't or I'm sorry, that's LS Mark's friend Splash Dash, of course. Um mm. Yeah, so like that's that's my circle, I would say. That's cool. Very cool. Do you feel like like do you ever talk to any of these people? Like do you ever like collaborate with any of them? I know that you did that like music thing. Like, who was that with? Yeah, so that was the uh, Sonic Chaos Creators. Um, mm. Usually it is an event held in Texas every year. Obviously, for certain reasons. I don't know if I can say what they are. Uh, <laughs> it was not held this year, and I don't think it was held last year. Certain world right. events. But yeah, so they've been doing stuff online, and I participated in the uh, recent Lo-Fi playlist. So if you go That's listen so to fun. that, uh, you'll find me there. Uh yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was actually on a trip uh for like half the production of the song with like 20 kids in a house and it was awful. I could barely hear what I was doing. 
Um, How sad. But yeah, I got that all produced and then, you know, it came out not too long ago and I got to be there live when my song came on and I didn't even know my song was in there Um, because like I just never got notified, I guess, that they were going to put mine in. And then like I was watching the chat and they're like, yo, that's all. That was a good chord change right there. And it was like, oh, this is so amazing. Um, I'm so proud. I want to. I really want to collaborate more with them in the future. They've got a lot of cool playlists and stuff, a lot of art. Very cool. Hopefully next year, if the event's back up in Texas, then hopefully I can go and maybe get to perform live. Who, who knows? Um, that's wow. usually what happens. It's So I don't know. We'll, we'll see where that goes. But yeah, that's, that's so cool. Yeah, that's what I did. As for the bigger content creators, no, I don't collaborate with them. Uh, I would love to, but, you know... Uh, I'm a little too small to do that right now. I understand. That's dope. Very cool. If you ever go to like a con where you get a chance to do that to like perform for people, I will try and come. I'll <laughs> oh, be dope. You. That would be awesome. That would be so cool. I don't know the first thing about Sonic, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. there's a there's a there's a Kingdom Hearts me up thing happening in uh Texas next year too yeah in march so yeah it's in the back of my mind texas is the place to be it is apparently (laughs) yeah i don't know why but okay hey that's okay texas it's not california california is way too far away from me i'd much rather go to texas because that's so much closer (laughs) Mm. do you think that the community is very welcoming to new people or is it yeah is there a lot of like you haven't played uh, this game? You can't be part of Sonic Twitter, you know. Oh yeah, that's that's a thing. Um <laughs> Well, I would say it's it's mixed. It just depends on who interacts with you first. It, it it really depends on the community you're coming into, whose circle you're uh trying to be part of. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say like there's a lot of toxicity in the fandom. Uh, but like, you know, that's in every fandom. And if you know who to block, then you'll be fine. Honestly, like, uh, I, you know, I've blocked a few content creators that are unfortunately bigger than I wish they were. And it's, it's not because I disagree with them. It's just, it's more moral things. Like, I really don't feel like they should be representing the community and stuff like that. Um, and, and it's frustrating. It, it is frustrating because it's like I see their subscriber count and they're like super high. And I'm like, but I but I know the things that you stand for and the things you've done. It's like I'm totally cool with forgiving people, but it's like it, it's some of them just never change no matter how many situations they're in. And, um, you know, yeah. even yesterday, I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want to. But even yesterday, there was a huge... It wasn't a controversy. Everyone agreed it was awful. Uh, just something huge happened, and it actually got trending on Twitter um, about someone who was part of the community. Oh, well, I mean, we kind of disowned him. Um, but, like, it it was really bad. And just, like, stuff like that just happens uh, mm. frequently. And not frequently, but, like, often enough to where it's annoying. I mean, it's right. always annoying regardless, but, like, it, it's expected for that things like that to happen. Um, mm. 
it's like, what's the deal? Why can't yeah. people just be wholesome and hang out? Like, what's up with that? <laughs> yeah, but there there are some very wholesome uh, groups. Mm. And I, I try to be part of those. I, I don't like to be part of the groups that um, are elitist and are like, yo, if you dislike this game, well, you're not welcome here or whatever. Um, so I like dumb. I like to be part of the ones that are like, hey, I hate this game, but it doesn't really matter if you like it because it's like we got different opinions. Right. And it's like, that's yeah. where I like to be. And that's where I stay. Very cool. Have you made any like lasting friends within the Sonic community? Do you no. have people that you talk to like all the time? Nope. None. None. That's wild. That's why this is go. so exciting for me. Finally voicing my opinions. I think I'm at the end of my questions. Okay. Is there anything that you want to talk about though, to get into? Oh, yes, I do. I've got a lot okay. of things I want to say. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I have a few things I do want to talk about, of course. Um, Absolutely. I remembered a couple more popular things to discuss mm-hmm. in Sonic fandom. Um, big one is like, What's better, Sonic Adventure 1 or Sonic Adventure 2? You would think that uh, Adventure 2 being a sequel, like, you're like, oh, well, people like both games, right? Right. No, not at all. And it's like, I know the games are different. They are substantially different. But I never felt like they were different enough to where, like, if you like one, you would hate the other. Like, I feel like it's totally it makes perfect sense to like both like me. I love both of them. I like Sonic Adventure 2 more, but that's mostly because I grew up with that and I didn't fully grow up with Sonic Adventure 1 because um, of Big that's the Cat. That's so strange. Uh, yeah, the, the stupid cat. No, I'm just kidding. I love Big. Um, <laughs> most people don't, but I do. But yeah, there's a lot of discourse about that and a lot of... Um, I would say there is a lot of toxicity surrounding that conversation about which one's better but it's like i don't know i don't know i feel like they're both great games in their own right i think they could both use a good a really good remake they could definitely both use Mm. that but i think they're both great another popular thing to discuss is the werehog um the the what now the werehog so (laughs) what is this (laughs) that is from the game sonic unleashed so um sonic unleashed was like sonic team's big bounce back game from the colossal failure of sonic 06 which i'm talking about next um, <laughs> here we go buddy uh uh you oh my gosh you just quoted uh the song i am all of me from shadow the hedgehog here we go really? buddy here we go here we go buddy here we go um <laughs> there you go <laughs> i'm the first I thing i sh- thought of <laughs> It must be a secret. <laughs> you're shadow a sh- shadow stan. I mean, who isn't, right? I, I know, mean, right? he's cool. He's I don't so even cool. know anything about Sonic, and I'm like, I can appreciate that he's just got a cool design. He really does. He's so cool. Mm-hmm. I love Shadow. Anyways, um, Sonic <laughs> Sonic Unleashed um, well, is considered by a lot of fans to be the last like super high-budget Sonic game. Um, mm. after this, you should go watch the opening cutscene. It's like five minutes long, and it looks okay. incredible. Like, 
animated movie quality. It's amazing that it came out in 2008. It's still the best looking Sonic game to date, in my opinion, due to the art style alone. It's just a gorgeous game. It's a world traveling adventure. So you go to different locations based off real world locations. So you go to like places like Greece and Italy and um, go to, let's see, like uh, America. You go to Africa. Or dare I say Africa? I don't remember. Um, you go to like the um, uh, Southeast Asia. Um, it's, that sounds so fun. It's so cool. But there is a very controversial thing about the game. Okay. So. Uh, during the day, the daytime stages, you play as Sonic and you're boosting. This is the first 3D boost game. Um, it's a pretty hard game, especially if you've never played a Sonic game before or any other boost game. Um, but it's really fast, very exhilarating, a lot of fun. And then at night, due to story circumstances, Sonic becomes the werehog. And he turns into a hedgehog-wolf hybrid that has a really cool design. Uh, but it oh, turns into hold on. wait, yeah. Is that the thing that's on the cover? And it's like he's got like furry hands. Yes, yes. I've seen this, and I've always been like, "What is this?" Yes, that is the Werehog. That is that is Sonic the Werehog, and it turns into a sort of uh, God of War, Devil May Cry beat 'em up platformer, which is not fast and semi kind of slow. Uh, the levels, if if you know what you're doing and you're all leveled up, first level can take like five minutes. But if you're not, um, levels can take anywhere from seven to 40 minutes. Oh. Where the daytime stages take three to five. Um, so it's a very controversial, like, does this belong in a Sonic game? Does a beat em up, an entire beat em up, belong in a Sonic game? Weird. Uh, that's what, do you, a, what do you yeah. think about that? <laughs> um. I I don't know if it belongs in a Sonic game, but I love it. I gotta say, I love the Werehog. I love playing as the Werehog. Um, I think it's a ton of fun. I personally think it's one of the best secondary Sonic character or not characters, but playable characters, uh, play styles, I should say, because like Sonic mm. always has a bunch of uh, secondary play styles. Ever like. Always just uh, not pad out the game, but just like add more to the game. There's always extra characters. Um, And I feel like the Werehog, even though it's drastically different, it's the most solid one, in my opinion. Interesting. Um, I find it a ton of fun. I understand why people don't like it, but I think it's awesome. But because of that, the when the game came out, it was universally panned. Uh, I, I would say worse than Panned. It was like destroyed in the media. It's still uh, a good joke between non-Sonic fans now. All oh, the Werehog, am I right? Um, IGN <laughs> uploaded a very, very infamous video of their review, and it was so bad that it had a huge dislike ratio. I think it got taken down recently. Um but like watching the That's gameplay hilarious. footage, you could tell that the person reviewing it and playing the game did not know how to play the game. They're like the the buttons are unresponsive, and then they literally jumped over the ramp that would take them to the next section, and they killed themselves and blamed the game on it. It's like well, you jumped over it. Of course, you're gonna die. Like 
that and it's like the the review opens up with the guy saying i have this theory that there's someone at sega who wants to make sonic games as bad as possible and this is it and it's like <laughs> it's like how, you can't open a review like that bro it's like you're a journal publication or whatever you are i don't know it's like i mean yeah i don't know i it was so really funny. bad it was really bad anyways um Corporate game reviewers are seem to me like some of the dumbest people, and I yeah. don't know why oh, that they is. Are. They are Sonic <laughs> Sonic fans traditionally uh, and collectively hate IGN. Um, yeah, because they just relentlessly have bashed Sonic just over and over. They, I don't know what it is. They have some sort of vendetta against him. They always give him lower scores. You, you, okay, not always. I would say usually give him lower scores. They they've been more fair recently. But in 2016, right after the reveal of Sonic Forces and Sonic Mania, another very infamous video um, of one of their podcasts, and they were talking about it. And this guy was like, oh, Sonic Mania looks like it's going to be the next good Sonic game. And then the guy, another guy was like, wait, there was a first good Sonic game? And... um you know, stuff like that. And then one of the guys was like, well, everyone knows all Sonic fans, all they want to do is have sex with Big the Cat. And oh my uh, gosh, that, ooh, that's one way to rile up a fandom. Um, like, there's no need for that. Exactly. There was no need for it. And I can understand, like, if they're like, they're not Sonic fans and they don't like the game, sure, whatever. But they're like, yeah, there is no good Sonic games. They're like totally making fun of the series. And it's like, there's a lot of good response videos, let me say, uh, to that. And it's funny Jeez. because they're like, yeah, there's no good Sonic games. And yet their website ha- is given games 10 out of, or gave uh, what Sonic Adventure 2. I think they gave it a 9 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10. They gave Sonic 4 a 9 out of 10. Um, it's like, I know it's personal opinions and all that stuff. But it's like, I just think it's funny. It's an official IGM podcast and they're like, not <laughs> they're not representing what their company gave gave the uh gave the game so it's like i don't yeah, know that's just so like stupid. when i when i saw that video i just disregarded everything ign has said since then i mean i couldn't tell you off the top of my head but i know they've said some dumb stuff about kingdom hearts most definitely yeah it's just uh like i don't yeah. i'm getting riled up just thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't understand that mindset of, like, not even having any nice thing to say about something. Like, yeah. I now, just... in their defense, in the Sonic Unleashed review, they did say that they really liked the daytime stages. They could use some refinement, but they liked it. But the review was just so bad because they needlessly bashed the concept of the Werehog. And I hate it when people do that. They're like, oh, it's bad because the concept's bad. It's like, it's... I can understand not liking the concept, but like saying the game is bad because you don't like an idea it brings, even though it executes it well. It's like, I don't know. It felt like of just a very hate filled review. And it was just. Ugh. That's dumb. <sighs> okay, calm down, Josh. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Where are we at? Was there anything else we wanted to discuss at the moment? Yeah, I guess. The last important thing to discuss is Sonic 06. So, you know that Sonic game I bought recently? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. 
Um, mm-hmm. So I'm playing Sonic 06 for the first time. For those who don't know what Sonic 06 is, and I'm that's amazing if you don't know, uh, it's a game called Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, came out in 2006, and while well, let's just say it nearly killed the franchise, we'll say that. Uh, the game was unfortunately rushed to meet a deadline. Uh, Yuji Naka, who was uh, one of the founding fathers of Sonic, one of the main creators, left the company during the project for a lot of reasons. Um, and then Nintendo wanted, uh, or there was going to be an exclusive Sonic game for the Wii. And because of Nintendo's deadlines and stuff, they had to split the development team into two to work on Sonic and the Secret Rings. And so, like, the development team kept getting thinner and thinner, and they had this 2006, the holiday 2006 deadline, and the game was so ambitious that they just could not finish the game. Uh, They couldn't get an extension uh, because of corporate. And the game was released, and it was... Uh, it's unfinished. It's very clear. The game was not done. If you listen to the internet, you're going to hear that it's a broken, buggy, unplayable mess with a nonsensical story. And just like, it's just the worst game you've ever played. That's not true. I've been playing it for through for my first time. And it's that I have encountered some pretty annoying bugs, uh, two progression halting bugs. But, like, I overcame them. I figured out how to get around them. Um, story isn't the worst thing in the world, in my opinion. Especially the uh, the Shadow and Silver stories. Those are really good. Um, mm. There's an infamous scene that you've probably seen at the end of the game. Elise, Princess Elise, the human character, the human female character, uh, may cast kiss uh, on the lips of the dead corpse of Sonic the Hedgehog. What the heck? Um... To revive what? him, I guess you could say, like, he's around, he, like, he's dead. Like, Sonic dies in the game, and he's, like, just laying there lifeless, and uh, she kisses him, smack dab on the lips, and he comes back to what? life. And it's like, oh, it's so awkward. <laughs> there's, so like, weird. like, during the whole game, there's, like, this weird romantic tension between Sonic and Elise, which is really weird because Sonic... Uh, when he was being conceived or conceived, uh, when he was being conceptualized, they thought about giving him like a human girlfriend, but then was like, nah, we don't want Sonic to be tied down to anyone. Like, you know, that just doesn't work with his character. And so it's just really weird to go from this, like, I don't care about relationships kind of guy or like romantic relationships, always avoiding Amy who is madly in love with him. And then just like has this really weird romance with this human and I, it got really weird in that game. And just like all of that put together just made Sonic the laughing stock of the industry. And he still is. It's been 15 years since the game came out. And it is still brought up in nearly every single review of any Sonic game where they're like, Sonic had a rough transition into 3D. And after the failure of Sonic 06, things haven't been going well. So let's go back to a simpler time or can he recover from this? It's like, it's been 15 years. Stop talking about it like it just happened. Um, right. right. <laughs> and so it's just like, I don't know. People do do that, though. They yeah. They really do hold on to their hatred for the thing. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I again, I was like, I haven't 
finish the game. So maybe something's going to happen to make me hate this game. But it's not the worst thing I've ever played. And I've found a lot of fun. There's some frustration. I'll admit there, there's been a lot of frustration. The The game is very confusing to try to figure out where I'm supposed to go. It doesn't tell you very well. But like the the core gameplay, the stages themselves are pretty fun. And, you know, some of the glitches are just hilarious and a ton of fun <laughs> to mess around with. Like you can snowboard up a mountain. That's like, great. It makes no sense, but it's hilarious. It's so fun to do. It's um, beautiful. Yeah, like there, there's a lot of wacky stuff. You can s- stand on top of a box and make it fly. Um, and you can like nice. go into space. It's funny. And like there's this gauge where Sonic has these powers and it's supposed to run out when you're using these powers, but they never implemented it. So you can just abuse all this stuff. You can have infinite jumps and just do whatever you want. <laughs> it's like, it feels like a sandbox where it's like, you know, it doesn't matter what you want to do. You can do it. Like every single door can be clipped through. You do not, mm. every single wall you can get through if you are persistent enough That's and so know funny. how to do it. So it's like. But like surely as well, people have modded the game and like fixed a lot of those things. They have right? not. No, because there was no PC release. It is only oh. on Xbox 360 and PS3. Okay. However, there is a current fan project, a uh, called Project 06 or P06 made by Chaos X that aims to recreate the game in the Unity engine and make a PC port, but with uh, it with the mindset of if the game was completed, this is what it would be like, not in its current state. And I haven't gotten to play it yet because uh, I have a Mac, but from people who have played it and just watching it, the game looks amazing. I think it would probably be one of my favorite games of all time. That's really cool. Because, like, the concepts are all there. The concepts are all solid, except for Elise and her being in it at all. Um, <laughs> but, like, uh, the, like, there's proper physics. There's proper momentum. Like, going down a hill makes you go faster. Going up a hill slows you down, but you can jump higher when you jump off of it. Like, stuff like that. Um, just like general mm. enhancements, and it's like the the biggest thing about the fandom is no matter what we disagree on and all that stuff, they are some of the most creative people I have ever seen, and not just creative but passionate and dedicated. The amount of Sonic fan games out there is astronomical. Quality is all over the place, but there there's some an amazingly impressive stuff there's like sonic robo blast 2 which has been in development for 20 years um you can go play it it's free the modding community is huge um i i can believe it (laughs) the game is super cool um you know it started in the 90s actually i guess it's over 20 years old now but the development actually started in the 90s as a fan game based off of Sonic Robo Blast, which is is something else, but Sonic Robo Blast 2 is a full 3D fan game. And there's been a lot of really cool stuff, uh, especially recently. There's the Project Hero, which aims to uh, replicate the classic formula in 3D with some modern enhancements, and it looks Mm. incredible. Uh, There's Sonic Utopia, which is like a really open-ended 
uh, 3D classic Sonic game. It's a ton of fun to play. I have played that one. Uh, there's uh, the Sage Expo, the Sonic Amateur Games Expo every year, uh, which I, is actually coming up, where it's like you just get like hundreds of fan games and people submit it to just show off to the world. And then there's the hacking contest. And that's not even counting all the artists who make just incredible art and the musicians mm-hmm. who just make the best music, including me. Um, yeah. <laughs> And it's Absolutely. like there, there is so many creative people, and it's like th- this is why I'm here in the community, is mm-hmm. because the the sheer creativity and passion is just I have never seen another community, uh, with this level of passion, and you know it extends into weirder places if you know what I mean. They they have their favorite internet rule if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. There, there's a lot of it. We'll just say that. Um, but overall, I would say the Sonic community is just amazing. The creativity is why I'm here, and mm. uh, that's why I love this fan base. It's just the sheer amount of creativity. Like, most of the people I follow on Twitter, like, I do follow the content creators, but I follow a lot of Twitter artists who just yes. make it out of pure passion. I've commissioned one so far. Uh, I've commissioned him a few times. Uh, so he like, those are the thumbnails on my uh, music videos. And oh, I want to cool. commission more. Um, but he's he's a really cool guy. And there's like, there's a lot of really cool artists. Um, yes. We love Twitter of, artists. We love Twitter artists. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of voice actors and just uh, anima- animation um people and just like all sorts of stuff Mm. and it's it's just amazing um and that's what i love about the community it's just like the talent is incredible and the fact that sega as a company is okay with it like uh nintendo is very infamous for dmcaing a lot of stuff and they don't dmca everything but they do a lot of stuff um Mm. but sega it just kind of like turns a blind eye to it that's, that's why awesome. you've got all these fan games that, you know, that's, they're amazing. That's why fan covers, like, they rarely um, get at you for not having your copyright stuff in place. That's great news for yeah. you. <laughs> that's great news for me. Yeah, it's, exactly. So, I, like, I don't have to worry when every time I post something. It's like, is this going to get taken mm-hmm. down? Like, I don't really have to worry about that. Um, yeah. and you know, communicating with official people like Tomoya Otani, who is my favorite composer. He's the current sound director of the series. He's mm-hmm. relatively active on Twitter and I've had very short conversations with him, uh, That's through awesome. Google translate, of course. So I, so like they can't be super long, but, um, but yeah, you know, he's recommend, he actually recommended to me the current trackball I'm using. Because uh, he posted about oh, it. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that's pretty cool. Should I get one? He's like, totally. He said, I've been using it for years. And I highly recommend it to any producer. Yeah. And, that's you know, awesome. uh, even like at the recent Sonic Symphony, they, um, uh, one of the songs, the arrangement was actually made by a fan 10 years ago for a fan game. And they took that arrangement and orchestrated it fully. And that was amazing. There's uh, different fans who were involved. Sam Procrastinates actually edited all the gameplay or most of the gameplay footage you saw, um, which is really cool. Oh, cool. Um, 
So it was so funny because during his live stream, because he obviously couldn't tell anyone, he would like look away and be like, oh, that moment was so funny when something funny happens. And then he would look back at the camera like, I don't, oh, I don't know. I just guessed that was going to happen. Wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> it was really funny. Um, it's cool. He's a moderator for the official Sonic live streams um, every two weeks on Thursdays. Usually uh, the social media team will host a live stream, talk about the latest updates latest merch mm. stuff um you know talk about anything that they can officially say they'll answer questions um they'll interview different people who are um either designing the games uh stuff like that or they'll interview fans occasionally and it's just it's really cool it gives a personal connection all the people involved are so cool um they do a great job running the social media cuz you know, they're running one of the biggest franchises in the world, and I'm sure it's difficult um, that they do an amazing job. So, yeah, that, that's my spiel about the great parts of the Sonic community, in my opinion. I loved it. I, I love when something is, like, so inspiring to people, and they're just like, ah, I just want to create something because of this. Thing. Exactly. Yes. And, like... That's beautiful to me. That's why I love talking to people about their fandoms because I want to know about all the things that people are doing. Yeah. And like Very my cool. musical style that I have is like when I just write normally, if you listen to it, you can tell that I love Sonic music. Like Sonic music is always amazing. Regardless of the quality of the game, you can almost always guarantee it's going to be great. They've had a few main composers over the years, but they're all so talented and mm. Like when you, if you listen to my music, you can tell, yeah, he listens to Mo, to Tomoyo Otani or Jun Sonoe. That's his guitar style, and it's like the Sonic has really impacted my life in that way. Where literally my life's passion, being music, has been directly, in, uh, directly influenced by Sonic to the point where Sonic has literally changed how I make music. And how I do my passion outside of Sonic. That's very cool. That's so cool. Ah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Oh, thank for you for having me on my podcast. Thank you so it's, much for having me. This was a ton of fun. A, yes, it's been a joy. Thank you. Yeah. For, for telling everybody about Sonic. I learned so much today and I appreciate you. And tell everybody where they can find you on the internet. All right. You can find me um, at Vividity, uh, which is my YouTube page. I make Sonic uh, remixes usually. I also um, made the Act 2 music mod for Sonic 2, where it adds. Uh, music to every single second stage and including Metropolis Act 3 uh, in the game uh, remixes that are all my own. Um, so you can also find me on Game Banana at, as Vivid Star. Uh, you can check out some of my mods that I make. Specifically, I've made two for Sonic 2. I might do some Sonic 1 stuff in the future and maybe Sonic 3 Air. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Vivid Star. I want to say that's 1R. And that's vivid underscore star all lowercase. Uh, no, sorry, two, two two R's, two R's. Two yeah, R's. I just looked I'm up just my. Just looking at it right now. Yeah, I just <laughs> looked up my handle. 
Um, yeah, it's <laughs> at vivid underscore star with two R's. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the only places you need to look for me. Uh, I believe my game banana is just uh, vivid underscore star or vivid. I don't really know. It'll be. I don't know. You can find me on Twitter. Just do just do Twitter, YouTube. You'll find me on Game Banana from there. Yeah, this will be in the show notes also. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, so you, you can follow me there. I don't know why you would, but you can. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's all the plugging I need to do. Thank you so much for joining us on this journey into fandom. It's been a joy. It's been a pleasure. I hope you have enjoyed it. And we'll be back next week, probably. Bye. Bye. <laughs>